You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. Okay, so you've just got your new Cisco router or switch. You need to configure it. So how do you configure a brand new Cisco router or switch? Now, if it's a remote device and it's been configured correctly, you could use a protocol such as Telnet or SSH, Secure Shell, to remotely configure a device like this. But generally with Cisco devices, you need to connect to the console port of the Cisco device and configure it locally first. So how do you connect to a Cisco router or Cisco switches console port? In this video, I'm gonna show you how to do that. We're gonna look at physical connections using the old traditional methods on an older laptop, and then how to connect to the device using a more modern laptop. I'm gonna show you how to configure the devices from the ground up. So how do you connect to a Cisco router or switch? I'm gonna show you how to do that right now. Now, traditionally, a Cisco router switch would only have an RJ45 console port. These days, fortunately, they now have USB ports. So I'm gonna show you firstly how to connect to the device using an RJ45 port, and then I'll show you how to connect to the device using a USB port. So much easier these days using a USB port. So how do you connect your PC or laptop to the console of a Cisco router or switch. In the old days, we used to use what was called a rollover cable like this. This is known as a rollover cable because pin one on the one side goes to pin eight on the other, pin two goes to pin seven, pin three to pin six, all the way to pin eight going to pin one. So all the pins in this cable are rolled, one to eight, all the way to eight to one. Okay, so what you would do is connect the one side to the console of the router or switch. Don't make this mistake. I've seen many people make this mistake. Please don't make this mistake. Don't connect the other side to the ethernet port on a PC. You'll blow this port. I've seen it happen too many times where people connect the ethernet port to their PC or laptop, and then connect to the console port of a router or switch, and then it blows the port. This is what's called an out-of-band connection. We are not sending IP across this. So TCP IP traffic is not going across this cable. This is a serial port. So you would, in the old days, need a serial port on your laptop to connect to the router or switch. So here I've got an old Toshiba laptop, really good laptop for its time. What you would need is what's called a DB9 to RJ45 connector. So DB9 converter like this, RJ45 on the one side, DB9 because it, there's nine pins here, female pins, and you would connect to the serial port of your PC. So what you would do is connect to the serial port on the one side and to the console port of your router switch on the other side. 
So something like this, that's how you'd connect your router switch to your laptop. Now, rather than doing it that way, rather than having a rollover cable like this DB9 converter, what they then did was create a cable like this. Notice built-in DB9 female connect on the one side, RJ45 on the other. So this would allow me to connect directly to my laptop on the one side. So nice connection on the one side, and then I'd connect, and then I'd connect to the router switch on the other side. So RJ45 on the one side, that would go to the console port of the router switch. DB9 female connector on the other side. It's much easier to have a single rollover cable like this, DB9 to RJ45, than it was to have two RJ45s and then have to get a DB9 to RJ45 converter or connector like this. So that's the old way of doing things. The problem is today's laptops don't have serial interfaces like this. So how do you connect a modern laptop to a router or switch if you don't have a serial interface? Here's a more modern laptop, Asus laptop, one running Windows 10. It doesn't have serial interfaces. So I can't connect this serial cable to this laptop. So what we had to do, and things have got easier today, but what we had to do in those days is use USB to serial converter. So what I'd have to do is buy something like this. So here's an example. You have to be careful with some of these. Some of them don't work. There were dodgy chips inside of them. In a lot of cases, they wouldn't work. But you'd get something reputable like this. This would give you a male DB9 connector. So you could connect the female console cable to this and then this would go into your laptop. So USB port like that, and then just move some of these cables out of the way, and then you would have your console connection to the router switch. So something like this, console on the router switch, and then you would have USB on the laptop. So that has been the way to do it for quite a few years. But Cisco have started adding USB connections to their routers or switches. So here, notice this switch, more modern switch, has a USB connector. So much, much better, so much easier. So what you would do is get a USB cable, it's not micro USB, standard USB, and you would connect to a USB port on your laptop. That's a much easier way of doing it. So there's a bit of history. So. The first part of the puzzle is you need to physically connect your laptop to a router or switch. There are two ways to do it. You can either use a traditional RJ45 connector or you can use a USB connector. In this video, I've now shown you both ways. Now for this demonstration, I'm no longer gonna use this old Toshiba laptop. Very few laptops today have built-in serial ports so I'm gonna demonstrate how to connect to a Cisco router and two Cisco switches over there using this more modern Asus laptop. I'm gonna show you two ways to connect to the devices. First method is using this USB to RJ45 rollover cable. So I'm gonna connect this to one of the ports on this laptop. 
connect that to one of the devices, let's say a switch. And then I'm gonna show you how to use two USB cables to connect to the router and to the switch. So much easier with a USB cable. So this device is actually gonna have three console connections. Please note once again, this laptop does not have ethernet ports on it. You do not connect a console cable to an ethernet port on a laptop. This is using a serial or USB connection to the router or switch, not an ethernet port. This laptop only supports Wi-Fi. It has no ethernet ports. I'm not gonna use ethernet on the laptop once again. And please forgive me for emphasizing this. I've just seen too many people and heard too many horror stories of people blowing their console ports on their routers and switches because they connect to the ethernet port on a laptop or PC. Please don't do that. Use either a USB or a USB to console connector like this. Okay, so the first thing I need to do is power up the devices. So I'm gonna plug in the power on the router, power it on. Switches like these use what's called a kettle lead in the UK. So a connection like this. This will depend on which country you're in. So the US will be slightly different. But basically I need to just plug in the power of these devices. And as you can see, they're booting up. Okay, so the next thing I need to do is connect the USB console cable to the PC and then I'll connect it to the console of one of the switches. So I've got USB to console. USB cables are a lot simpler than that. All I need to do is connect USB to USB on the device, much simpler. Or again, USB to USB on the router. So what I've got is USB on the router, console cable on one switch, USB on the one switch, and I've got three connections on the laptop. Now I'll plug these out and demonstrate them individually so that you can see how we can work out which device is which. Basically what happens is we see that device as a additional device on the laptop. So I'll do this individually so that you can see how I do it one by one, but that's sort of the idea. Okay, so I've turned on the Cisco router. It's making a bit of noise, but hopefully it won't disturb the video too much. So I'm now going to connect the Windows laptop's console connection to one of the switches, just to show you the full process I'm remotely controlling that Windows laptop from my Mac here. It just makes it easier with the recordings, but I'm physically working on that laptop. Okay, so hopefully not too noisy. What I'm gonna do now is connect the console port to the USB connection of the laptop. So hopefully you can see that clearly. I've now connected USB to laptop. And the next step is to connect to the console of the switch. So hopefully you can see that console connection to the switch, USB on a laptop over there. So USB laptop 
console switch. Got my first device connected. Let's set up the laptop now so that we can actually configure the device. And to do that, I'm gonna use PuTTY. Okay, the Cisco router has quietened down quite a bit now. Took a while, made a bit of noise, but once it had successfully booted up, it quietened down. What I now need to do is download a terminal emulation program. So I've physically connected the laptop to the switch, but I need a terminal emulation program to connect to the console port. So in my browser, I'm gonna simply look for PuTTY. This is free software that you can download. So the first hit in Google, I'm going to go to download stable release. So greenend.org.uk. In my example, I wanna download the 64-bit EXE. I'm not gonna download an MSE installer. I'm simply gonna download a 64-bit EXE. So generally that's the software that you want if you're using Windows. If you're using a Windows computer, this is the terminal emulation software that I suggest you use. Free software used by millions of people around the world. If you've got a Mac, you've got a built-in console or terminal application and the same on Linux. But on Windows, this is probably the easiest. So that's now downloaded. It's a simple EXE file that you download. And I'm gonna double click on that. Windows is complaining, but I'm gonna install this anyway and run it. And notice we told that we could use Talnet as an example, we could use SSH, but what we wanna use is a serial interface. So which serial port do we use? So to find that, right click on Windows Start, go to Device Manager, go to Ports, COM and LPT, and what you'll see is we've got a USB to serial port here. Now, if you're using a converter like this, they generally come with some installation software or you have to download it. So really old way of doing it, we've got a CD-ROM here. You'd have to install the driver software on your laptop to get that working. Follow the instructions that you get with the converter. I mean, the instructions are fairly simple basically telling us that we need to install the drivers to be able to use this. So make sure that you have your drivers installed. Generally, you get the drivers if it's a reputable vendor such as this, or you can download them. In my experience, the cheap stuff often causes problems. Fortunately, today we have USB connections on the Cisco devices, which makes it a lot easier. So you don't have to mess around with this. But notice the COM port is COM7. So in PuTTY, I need to set this to COM7. Leave everything else at the default. So 9,600 bits per second as an example. Click open and what we should have when I press enter now is a connection to the switch. And there you go. I've got a connection to the device. Now this is known as user mode and I typed enable to go to privilege mode. This switch already has a configuration on it. If I log right out, you would see something like this and we'd be asked to press return to get started. And when I press enter or return, I see what's called user mode or user prompt. If I use question marks, I just typed question mark there. 
I see a list of available commands on the device. If I press enter, it shows me one more available command. So notice more here. If I press enter here, it shows one additional command or line of output. If I press spacebar, it shows a whole page of output. Now, just to demonstrate this, I'm gonna erase the configuration of this device. That command, EN, is enable. That takes me to what's called privilege mode. This is shorthand for enable. And then I typed a few characters and pressed tab to autocomplete the command. Don't worry too much about this. I'll show you these commands in more detail in a moment. But I wanted to show you what a brand new device would look like. So I've basically raised the configuration of that switch and it's now rebooting. And I'll show you what it looks like in a moment once it reboots. So what I'll do is while we're waiting for that to reboot is let's connect the next device. So for this demonstration, I'm gonna use a console cable, standard USB cable. So I'm gonna simply connect it to a port on the PC. So something like this, simple connection to USB port and I'll connect it to the switch. So notice now I have USB on the switch, USB cable on the PC, and I've also got a console cable connected to the switch. So two connections on the PC. Okay, so as you can see now, this switch is booting up and it's booting what's called a bin image. That's the operating system of the switch. So while that's waiting, once again, I'll right click on Windows Start and go to Device Manager. And what you'll notice is under COM ports, we now have two COM ports. There's my USB to serial connection, and here's a new USB serial device, COM3. So what I can do is run PuTTY again so that I've got two instances of PuTTY running. So I've got my original PuTTY running in the background that's showing the device booting up, and I've got another PuTTY session. So basically all I've done now is start PuTTY twice. On this second session, the COM port that I need to use is COM3. So I'm gonna specify serial there and change this to COM3. Now actually what's happened at this point is my PC has blue screened. This is one of the problems when devices boot up. I've seen this happen so many times on Windows devices. So notice blue screen here. So what I would suggest you do is unplug the console cable while it's booting up. And then once it's booted, plug it back in again, if you have that issue. I've seen that happen on Windows machines many times. Okay, so let's start again. I'm trying to make this real world and that's a real world issue that you'll often encounter. Okay, so going to downloads, what I'll do is start PuTTY again. On the Windows Start menu, go to Device Manager, go to COM ports. Notice I've got COM7 and COM3. Now I must say, I've seen that many times with USB to rollover cables, happens a lot. 
Doesn't happen as often with a USB cable, so much better, much easier today. But it is something to be aware of if you're using a USB to rollover cable. Okay, so the first one, USB to serial. This is a serial interface and it's COM7. So I'll press enter. And as you can see, when the device is booted up fully, we see a system configuration dialog. And you can enter what's called the initial configuration dialog. I strongly suggest that you say no right there. I will demonstrate the initial configuration dialog so that you can see the full process. But for the real world, I suggest you don't do that. You simply type no. And then the mode that you'll end up in is user mode. So if I press enter multiple times here, I see switch with a greater than sign like this. This is user mode. If I press question mark once again, shows me a list of commands. Press space bar, shows me a page of commands. I can type en, press question mark at this point. It shows me the commands available. If I type e question mark, I've got multiple commands. en question mark. Only command available at the moment is enable. I'll press tab. That retypes the command and completes it there and press enter. That takes me to what's called privilege mode. If I press question mark here, I see a list of additional commands. And once again, pressing enter shows me one command at a time. Pressing spacebar shows me one page of commands at a time. Many more commands available in that mode. And once again, my laptop has crashed. So either there's a problem with the drivers on this USB cable. So let's unplug that. So I either need to update the drivers or something else is happening. So for the moment, I'm gonna unplug this USB to rollover cable and I'm gonna use straight USB. And let's see if that solves the problem. I don't wanna make this video too long by trying to deal with a buggy driver. So once again, on downloads, start PuTTY. I'll run PuTTY, go to serial, but I need to know which COM port to use. So the two COM ports are three and eight now. Notice it's changed because I'm no longer using a USB to rollover cable. I'm using straight USB here. So COM port has changed. So this will be COM8 now. And there we go, we're back on that switch. Notice the switch says, console media is USB. So once again, pressing question mark, I can see a page of commands at a time when using spacebar. Many, many more commands in privilege mode or enable mode than in user mode. If I type disable, that takes me back to user mode. Okay, but let's get the other device connected. So COM3, in PuTTY, I can right click at the top here and say new session, serial, and the serial port that I wanna use here is COM3. So this will give me a connection to my second device. Notice I typed enable here to go to enable mode. Now on this device, I could use the command show version to see what kind of switch it is. I'm told that it's a 3560C switch. 
this is the version of operating system. So that's similar to saying Windows 10 or Windows 8 or Windows 7 or whatever. This is the version of operating system on the device. The device has been up for 25 minutes at this point. Press spacebar shows me additional information about this device. Whole bunch of information here. You'll learn about this as we go through the course. But once again, show version is a command that shows me the model of switch. Let's do that on the other switch. So show version here. This is a 3560CX switch. So let's give it a name. And in PuTTY, if I highlight, it's actually copying that information. Conf T or configure terminal. So type CONF, press question mark, shows me that the command available is configure. I'm going to press tab now. Question mark shows me that I can configure this device multiple ways. One of them is terminal. So I'm going to press T, press tab. That takes me to what's called global configuration mode on the switch. And if I use the command host, press tab to autocomplete, and right click now, it's pasted the name that I copied previously. And notice the switch's name has now changed. On the other switch, I'll do something similar. So show version on this switch. This is my 3560C switch. I'm gonna press Q to quit the output here. So how do I configure a switch? What's the command? Can you remember it? It's conf T for shorthand or C-O-N-F tab T tab configure terminal. And I can use the command host for shorthand or I can type it out fully if I want to. That changes the name of the host. This is what's called global configuration mode once again. That allows me to globally configure the device. If I type end, it takes me back to what's called privilege or enable mode. I'll press enter here again. And then I can use the command copy, running config, startup config to save the configuration. This is basically saving a configuration from memory to hard drive. This uses a flash drive. So basically saving it to NVRAM is what it's called, non-volatile RAM. I'm saving the configuration of the device. Now there is an older command that I find a lot easier. So on the first switch, the 3560CX switch, if I type end, that takes me back to privilege mode and I used a very quick command there. So let me do that again. WR is an old command that writes the configuration, basically saves the config again. That's an older command and an easier command to use than copy running config, startup config. For the exam, know this command, copy running config, startup config. For the real world, I would know WR. Okay, so I've now shown you how to connect to the console of two switches. Let's connect to the console of the router. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.